Welcome to today's podcast. Another day has gone by, and we made it back home to our bed. I don't know what we'll be doing tomorrow. Oh, I don't know what you'll be doing in 30 minutes. Maybe you decide to get up and cook up some fried rice, or get on your computer again, or watch a movie. But the next 10 to 15 minutes, you're mine, okay? And I'm getting your full attention. And I know I'm talking to you, the real you. I know I'm not talking to the mom mask, or the good employee mask, or the good friend mask, or just many hats that we put on to get through the day until it's time to come home to just a little bit left of us that we desperately clinging on, something to remind us of our real identity behind under all these masks, your real identity. And that real identity, I'm glad, and I'm talking to it. So please don't take that away from me. Thank you for your full, undivided attention. Again, if you're new to the Sleepcast series, welcome. If you're not, welcome back. So, my listeners, it's time to grab a pillow, get comfortable, and let's journey together into a restful and rejuvenating night's sleep. Talking about fried rice, you know. Let me tell you, I have some unsolicited advice for you that you didn't ask for, but I think you're gonna love it. I don't know if you keep very old rice in your fridge or not, but I do. I have a tiny rice cooker, and the little thing that goes inside of my rice cooker, the little pot. I keep that dirty pot in my fridge because I'm too lazy to wash it. Because I cook rice every day, or I eat rice every day, and sometimes I end up with very old rice, which makes very good fried rice. So, first thing first, if you want to make very good fried rice, make sure that you got some leftover rice that's been sitting in the fridge for at least a day. Because you want those grains to be nice and dry, so that they get all crispy and delicious when you fry them up. And of course, if you are Asian or you grew up in an Asian household, you probably already knew the answer to this. Watching your mom or your grandma cook fried rice, and we don't cook fried rice using brand new, freshly cooked white rice. And if you're new to fried rice making, don't be afraid to get creative with your add-ins. Well, sure, you can stick to the classic peas and carrots, but you can always throw in some bacon, or shrimp, or, or even pineapple. Just make sure that you've got some green onions and garlic in there for some extra flavor. 
And the most important tip of all: just don't overthink it, because fried rice is supposed to be fun and easy to make. And sometimes I just throw in whatever I got in the fridge, and then add some soy sauce, and then just let the magic happen. Oh, and speaking of soy sauce, not just any soy sauce, okay? You, you got to use the good stuff. If your stores are getting pretty good at carrying premium soy sauce, because you know we have different types of soy sauce, right? We have Asian soy sauce. And Asian American soy sauce, and then we have American soy sauce. And to make good fried rice, we definitely don't want watery soy sauce from just any stores. Okay, so splurge a little bit and get yourself some high quality, thick soy sauce. That's going to add some serious umami flavor to your rice. So to sum up. One, you need leftover rice that's been sitting in the fridge for at least a day. Two, just throw in whatever you've got in the fridge. And don't forget to add some green onions and garlic in there for some extra flavor. And three, premium, high quality, thick soy sauce. So there, if you follow these tips, your fried rice game is going to be on point. So good luck. Hmm. Speaking of my fridge, I had a thought a few days ago. You know, I've never seen. Well, I'm I'm sure that they make see-through fridges, but I've never seen one, or at least I never seen one being used by someone that I know. I don't know. Do you know anyone who has a see-through fridge? Maybe it's the price factor. Maybe it's the aesthetic factor, cultural norms, or personal preferences. I don't know. If you have seen one being used by someone that you know, let me know in a comment. Cause I'm very curious. I was thinking, maybe not using a see-through fridge is more of an evolutionary thing. Because there is certainly a connection between not wanting people to see what's inside our fridge and not wanting people to know our deepest, darkest secret. I don't know because both can be seen as a form of privacy or personal boundary, and in some ways, it, it could be argued that this desire for privacy is a primal instinct that has evolved over time. What do you think? Because from an evolutionary perspective, like privacy can be seen as a way to. Protect ourselves and our resources from potential threats. For example, in the case of the fridge, like keeping our food hidden from others can prevent others from taking it or contaminating it. Plus, the idea of everybody knowing what we eat or what we keep in the fridge without having to open it. 
like that's kind of intimate, don't you think? The kind of intimacy that we're not ready for. It's kind of like keeping our personal secrets hidden from others. That can protect us from judgment, ridicule, or other ne negative consequences. What do you think? And then I had a thought about us having the habit of sharing everything on social media. We would share our locations. Like we have no problem sharing our locations. What we eat, we wouldn't think twice before checking in to places, taking photos of what we eat at the restaurant. Um, you know, very intimate details about our lives. Like everybody knows everything that we do at a certain given time. And, and I really wonder if whatever we think intimate is actually intimate. Right? Because they could appear intimate, but they're actually not. Everything on social media is very carefully, purposefully orchestrated and curated. We would do all that, but we wouldn't have a see-through fridge in our home. So that's just a random thought that I had. <laughs> oh, and speaking of social media, I feel social media has changed tremendously over the years. I mean, the concept, like at its core, the concept is still the same. But the way that we utilize social media has changed for sure. Everybody has become their own PR agent. And it certainly feels like life is a stage now. We have to constantly performing to nobody. Or even when there's somebody, that somebody wouldn't care because they're busy doing the same thing. And one interesting thing that I noticed is that our personal documentary that we involuntarily broadcast to the world, it gives us away. Every little thing that we do, every thought that we have, how slowly we're selling out. Hey, that might be a good topic. Slowly selling out. Maybe we'll talk about it in our next sleepcast. I'm really glad that you're here. And I'm happy that I'm talking to the real you. Real identity. If you're feeling sleepy, well, have a good night's sleep. And if you decide to get up and make some fried rice, well, have fun. Let me know how it turns out. And I'll see you in the next podcast. Sleep well, my lovely travelers. <laughs> <laughs>